Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit, tribal, and magic the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, aka DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or I shouldn't quit my day job? Now, like I ask you each and every single episode, do me a favor, hit that follow, like, subscribe button. Why? Why does everybody and their mother tell you to do this? Because it makes a difference somehow for some reason with the, uh, I don't know, some type of uh, mathematical program they have out there. And uh, if you don't hit follow, like, subscribes, nobody's going to be watching the show. So unfortunately, I need you to do me a favor. Hit that follow, like, subscribe button. button. I don't care if you're watching live on YouTube or Twitch or if you're listening on Spotify or Google or Apple Podcasts. I don't care how you stream it or do me a favor. Just do me a favor. Hit that follow, like, subscribe button. And also, tell your friends and family about the show. Because if you like this content, I guarantee, or almost guarantee, they will also love this content. Now, Ladies and gentlemen, before I start the show, wow, this shirt looks great on me. Uh, before we start the show, ladies and gentlemen, I got to give a shout out to Greg's Games. Greg's Games, you can find them at 2103 White Horse, Mercerville Road, Hamilton, New Jersey, 08619. I keep on telling you about the shop and why? Because it's a great shop to go to. They have Magic the Gathering going on. You can play Popper, Pioneer, Modern, Legacy, and commander because there's some a lot of noise going on right now about commander and you can do that there you can get singles you can deck, get deck boxes you can get sleeves and portfolios anything and everything you need for magic the gathering you can get that there also ladies and gentlemen like i'm gonna tell you right now they got tabletop games they got dungeons and dragons and warhammer they expanded the shop so that's telling you something that people are liking and they're going so do me a favor go to greg's game i don't care if you're in philly come over the bridge if you're from new york come down the turnpike if you're in baltimore it's baltimore come to new jersey you'll enjoy it so with that being said go check them out greg's games if you see greg tell him hey i heard about you on uh, mtg ectoplasm he shot you out and I, i'm here because you told me you know it's pretty badass over here so check them out greg's games 2103 whitehorse mercerville road 08619 hamilton new jersey now that the homework is done now everything you know the pleasantries are said and done with it is now time to bring in the one and only, the person who I call the ravishing one. Uh, she's the person that drives the show. She's the one who comes up with these little pretty images, uh, you know, syntax and everything for me. Hell, she even bought me this wonderful shirt that's like MTG ectoplasm purple. So let me bring in the one, the only, the ravishing Renata. How you doing, ravishing? I'm doing pretty good tonight. Just a little on the tired side. A little tired, got doing a lot of work, huh? lot of work okay so what so tell us about what you have on top for us um we got a few things happening okay Uh, we're working on doing some more graphics and adding some more overlays and stuff to the stream overlays on the stream Um, okay the store is almost ready to launch store you say we just have a few tax issues we have to square away okay so you're here to hear ladies and gentlemen uh, we would actually started our merch store uh tuesday unfortunately due to unforeseen circumstances that were beyond our control it didn't happen but your merch store is coming soon where you'll get this shirt with this as mtg ectoplasm irl and another show that we're going to be talking about potentially can we can we say we can we spoil that show now sure 
Okay. Well, what show are we talking about? Gameplay. Gameplay. What, what, what about gameplay? What's gameplay? Gameplay is our going to be our latest addition to the MTG ectoplasm family. And you're going to be able to play magic online. Me play magic gathering online. Are you crazy? Are you nuts? This guy playing magic gathering. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, we got pre-recorded stuff on MTG ectoplasm. We got IRL like this. This is a live show. So if you want to chime in, you can chime in any one time you want. You can give your uh, thoughts, your pleasantries. If you want to say hi, hey, just chi- type in hi and gameplay. So where are we thinking this weekend, the Sunday? The only reason why I would technically I would do it on Saturday, but I got a friend's wedding to go to. And I, I like the guy, even though I want to play Magic Gathering a little bit more. So. This weekend, Sunday, we're talking magic. I think Sunday we should be ready. Okay, look at that. Sunday, gameplay, Magic the Gathering, sorry, MTG, Ectoplasm, gameplay, coming this Sunday, 7 p.m. on Twitch. Follow me on Twitch at MTG Ectoplasm. I hope to see you there. Now, before we get to the meat and potatoes of the show, there was something I liked and something I posted about a month and a half, like about a month ago. And it's coming this weekend on Saturday, ladies and gentlemen. They're doing New Capenna, the regular release. They're going to have a gameplay. It was a game day, sorry, game day. And they got this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful promo they're giving away. Ravishing, please. Can we see? There it is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Skyclave Apparition. I don't know about you. But I'm looking and I'm liking the original one. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to besmirch the artist, but it was just like a little person in the, in like a cave or something. And it, it was just nonchalant, you know, a core spirit. But now we get to ski Skyclave apparition in all her wonderful bliss in her wonderful, I guess, bluish phantasmal state. This thing is absolutely se- sexy, and I definitely need a playset because this thing is going to be in foil, ladies and gentlemen. So if you go to your local game store this weekend and you do the uh, game day, you got a sh- chance of getting this thing. So uh, I wanted to share that with you because I know uh, if you're a spirit pilot, you want this thing. So uh, now it's time to get to the meat and potatoes of the show. And what are we discussing here? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, The topic of the show is what? How spirits themselves are kicking butt, taking names in pioneer challenges. I had the friend of the show, Remf, R-E-M-F. He's from Brazil. I I interviewed him last week with an interpreter, and we were sitting there discussing how amazing spirits is currently in the pioneer meta. Now, he was using the band build. Now, there's other builds out there currently. You got the Mono Blue Snow. You got the uh, Simic. You got the Azorius. And like I said, Bant. Well, I'm going to bring to you your attention on Saturdays. Now, there's two, you know, obviously two challenges uh, of Pioneer on Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to show you Saturdays. Boom. There it is. Hiro Tosuki, this young man from Japan, I've been shouting him out left and right in the shout-out section. I promise shout-outs. The shout-out section will be back soon. Hiro Tosuki came first place in the Pioneer Challenge on Saturday. 
this young man is kicking names and taking ass or taking names and kicking ass. However you want to do with that ass, you do with that ass. But he's doing what he's supposed to do. And if you look at this deck list, ladies and gentlemen, he is doing it surprisingly with a mono blue snow build now i personally i'm a huge fan of this mono snow build why because it's quick there is some interaction and you know what it usually puts your opponent a uh, little, little get a little nervous because you're you're sticking you're moving you're jabbing you're, you're playing the rope a dope game with them and they don't know how to uh, deal with you especially using snow they're like oh what more snow shenanigans is he up to or she's up to but let's look at the deck list, shall we? He's using Ascendant Spirit, two Brazen Borrow. And let me just tell you, I love those Brazen Borrow. They do come in handy. The four Mausoleum Wanderers. How could you not want to counter spells, instants, and sorceries, right? Rattle Chains. Why? Because why do we not want to protect our creatures and also let our creatures come in with Flash? Comes in super handy. Shacklegeist. Let me just tell you, this card, hands down, has saved my back end, my beautiful back end, multiple times. Because uh, we, we like the tappy-tappy things, right, ladies and gentlemen? We like to make sure our opponent can't come and get us. No, we come and get them, right? And then Spectral Adversary. Ooh, what a wonderful card. If we're we've, it's later in the game, oh, Excuse me, I'm going to phase out your creatures. My creature's going to get bigger, and I'm just going to smash you in the mouth with all my phantasmal pleasure. Love it. Then you got Spectral Sailor, of course. This bad boy, you know, once in a while we get that card draw effect for four, but we usually play him for one just for the flash ability. And then, of course, Supreme Phantom, the, in, the, the, the particular spirit that set off all the decks in modern now in pioneer he he uh hiro tosuki was also running four geist light snares geist light snares wonderful card Ooh, i love this the way this is uh, printed I, I might have to get copies of this bad boy and then spell pierce why would you not want to counter more spells if we're countering spells can't we counter even more love it now icon of ancestry i was like when i first saw this card i was like for three mana but you know what daddy's looking and daddy's liking because why because other creatures that i choose obviously spirits get plus one plus one and i tap three in it well this deck is allowing me to sit there shoot out creatures real quick as much as i can and i get advantage by using this card's last ability i don't know about you ladies and gentlemen but daddy's looking daddy's liking also, it's running Faceless Havens. Sorry, face, uh, where are you? Faceless Havens. Very, very nice. Uh, it's really good uh, when uh, you need to block some creatures on the ground, but realistically, we're going in there for the uh, hit in the face because it is a spirit and then uh, Snowlands. And I forgot to mention Curious Obsession. I love this card, hands down. It makes a huge difference. Let's say turn one, we obviously put in let's say a spectral sailor on their turn they're like okay what do we do and then i'll turn two hmm, i guess i'll put in uh, my mausoleum wanderer and then i'll put on my curious obsession i come in at you for two and i get to draw a card oh i got card advantage lucky lucky me and i'm liking this 
Hero Tsuki's deck is a wonderful, wonderful deck to play. I would recommend, ladies and gentlemen. It's really not that expensive. I, I think I, I, I think I ended up picking up this deck entirely for like forty-five dollars in paper. Okay, it's not expensive deck, but it's a wonderful deck to play. I would recommend it. The sideboard he's running is Faceless Haven, uh, Entering Melody for Mystical Dispute because there's a lot of blue, obviously in the in the uh, out there in Pioneer, Icon of Mystery four lofty denials and then what unlicensed curse now i'm not a huge fan of this card but there's a reason why uh hero Tosuki ran it i'm still i would like to talk to hero Tosuki about it because uh, it leaves me wanting but it's not a bad card it's not a bad card Ed. but i want you to notice he came in first place in this pioneer challenge and i want you to see look, look who we have here in second place shall we that's right winona 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 forces this is a deck that put the fear of god in many many magic gathering players why because guess what it gets to fetch out uh a humans and then those humans become werewolves and then those werewolves attack and guess what they get more humans that become werewolves they attack and then they get more humans and then it just becomes a cavalcade of just werewolves coming at you attacking and you're just sitting here with your thumbs twiddling going oh sweet baby jesus or whatever deity you believe in what do i do now if you look at my previous episodes you will see how i tell you how to beat this deck just letting you know. Look at my previous episodes. You'll see how to beat the stack. And here Tsuki had no fear, had no worry. He sat there and just, boop, I'm going to beat this deck. That's the second place deck. Let's look at the third place, shall we? Oh, it's white-blue control. White-blue control in third place. Not a bad deck, right? They're running Narsets, Teferi, and even the Wandering Emperor. Of course, the Wandering Gosh darn you, Wandering Emperor. But the thing that bothers me the most is this card. Supreme Verdict. Because the fact that I personally like the Mono Blue Snow build, I don't have Spell Queller, I can't deal with this. So that means I have to pray. If I see this, I have to, you know, play a couple of my guys, smash, smash, come in back a little bit, smash, smash, and then pray God that I have some uh, other counter spells to deal with Shark Typhoon. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm calling out. Shark Typhoon is one of the scarier cards for us to deal with. I can deal with the Supreme Verdict because I can rebuild my board because of the fact of I can use Curious Obsession to sit there and get card advantage, but uh, Shark Typhoon can be a bit of a headache to deal with. Now let's look at our fourth place finish, and what is it? Oh, of course, it's Red Deck Wins. Red Deck Wins. Now, if you saw my last episode with Rev, okay, the Brazilian uh, wonder, the, the spirit master, he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with this. And he tells me this is one of the tougher matchups there are. And he loves this matchup when it comes to band because of a particular card called Portable Hole. Just throwing out there, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't got your play set, just maybe you need to pick them up before they may increase in value. Now, the thing that breaks the back on several decks, or several decks 
in the pioneer is the fact that there's a lot of creature removal, a lot of creature damage. Red is no obsession. No, no different here. And the thing that breaks my back, the thing that I loathe the most is this guy right here. Eidolon of the Great Red, uh, Great Revel. Reason why? Because most of my cards in my deck are what? They're, you know, they're less than three or three. And I got to deal with this. I got to deal with two damage. No, 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 my friend. And the worst part, this is a spirit. He's a sellout. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. I know your name. No, you should be either a white blue, even though you're red and you, you feel like a red card. Shame on you for turning your back on your uh, white, blue, green brethren. But this card bothers me because if I'm constantly playing card after card after card after card, guess what? That's two damage, four damage, six, eight, ten. No, no, I'm, I don't want to do that. So my goal honestly and realistically, is to remove this thing from the board exceptionally quick. Now, the other card or the other deck that has other pe uh, most other people worried came in fifth place, Mono Green Devotion. Now, I'm pretty, I can't say I'm pretty new to Pioneer, but I'm learning more and more as I go. I'm, I've been more of a modern player, and I'm going to be quite sincere with you, but looking at this deck a lot of people this has become a no-brain deck where people go hey if you're gonna go play pioneer hey this is the deck to pick up why because oh all you gotta do is ramp up put on some big creatures these big creatures do this they do that and all of a sudden you just win the win the because your opponent can't do anything they're not half wrong because if you look they're running what they're running nissa right here they're running kiora why? Because they want to untap lands. And what land they want to untap? Hmm, where are you? They're right here. Nyctos. They want to untap Nyctos so they can have more mana. And then you have Corn the Great Creator. Now you know, well, how does that fit in the deck? Because if you look in their sideboard, there you go. You got all these wonderful, 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 wonderful artifacts in their sideboard so they can fish out like a toolbox and sit there and play against you so you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs going great how much longer do i have to play this game now i want you to think how these matchups with a mono blue snow we just went over that mono blue snow build right one that I'm, i particularly love look at these matchups very tough very tough right now we come down to red, blue, arc-like phoenix. Now, if you know anything that's going on, you, you, you've, if you played modern, okay, before the pandemic, you know about this deck. This thing was a bane to the sides of many spirit players just because of the fact that, great, they got a flying creature and it gets... It dies and it comes back. It dies and comes back. And then, oh, they got thing in the ice that oh, just happens to bounce all our creatures. Great. Great. That sucks. And the fact that keep on playing instant after instant after instant to sit there and boost thing in the ice. But look at this, ladies and gentlemen, like I keep on saying over and over again. Snow. 
Mono Blue Snow kicked ass. Now we come back down to, oh, what are we at, uh, at again? Oh, that's right. Winona. Winona. Tough matchup, but Mono Blue Snow's it. Beats it all day. And then the newest. The t- I'm going to just go top eight here. Oh, that's right. The new, the new sexy deck on the block. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I was playing, I had the day off from nursing. I, I For those who don't know, I'm a nurse. Uh, that's the reason why I didn't do a live show yesterday. I got home very, very late. I was exhausted. I would be, I wanted to do an episode, but I, I, my body wouldn't allow me. This morning, I woke up around 7.30, 8 o'clock this morning. I was like, you know what? I'm in the middle of play some MTG. I went to MTGL and watched the, one of the first decks I played against. This bad boy, this bad, well, especially this bad girl right here, Giada, Font of Hopes. Ladies and gentlemen, this here is a tough, tough, tough. Did I mention tough deck to deal with? Because the problem is, is that if you allow, let's say, certain cards to get on the, you know, on the board, they're just going to be game on gaining life, gaining life, gaining life. Gaining life, and you're just like beating your head against the wall. Like, how do I deal this? And then all of a sudden, oh, they're angels too. They fly. Oh, the advantage that us spirit players had over the entire meta is the evasion. These freaking angels are taking advantage of it. They're beating us at our own game. The only difference is there's no real card interaction with these angels. All they're doing is just getting beefier and bigger because they're gaining life. Selfish angels. I can't say they're selfish. Now, the thing that sucks, the one thing I don't like is the Book of Exalted. I don't like it at all. If you can do anything and everything in your power, get rid of it. ASAP. ASAP. And then Giada. Oh, all your angels get bigger for all the amount of angels that are on play. Oh, let me just tell you. I was so happy to have Brazen Barrow and use its uh, its uh, ability, the adventure ability to bounce this thing. So as soon as they try to cast a spell, oh, no, no, no. I'm bouncing Giada. That, you're not getting any extra pluses here. Oh, no, 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 no. Not on my day, pal. Or miss. So there you go. I want to go back up here too, so you can see the list, how it went, how how it directly went. You had Hirotosuke beat that angel deck. Next thing you know, went toe-to-toe with, what deck was this? I should have wrote it down, unfortunately. Stupid me. It went toe-to-toe with red deck wins. And then Las Vegas. What does Las Vegas have? Winona. He went toe-to-toe with Angels and two Winona decks and then got here and beat Red Deck wins. So for those who don't believe that Mono Blue Snow can beat and win a Pioneer Challenge, Hiro Tsuki's been playing this deck. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think I've been following him with this particular deck for almost, I think from since December, he's been running this deck list. 
and he's been going 5-0, I would love to have this gentleman or uh, this young uh, young woman on our show here at the Soki. So if you're if you're listening, come on the show. I'll, I'd like to have you. But this proves, ladies and gentlemen, that Mono Blue Snow can do it. Now that was Saturdays. Let's look at Sunday, shall we? Oh, there we go. Sundays. Unfortunately, we didn't top. We didn't get the first place. But I'm going to show you where we were. Not bad. Not bad. We didn't top. But here at Suzuki, good job, my friend. Good job. Now, first place on the Sunday Modern Challenge was what? Red Deck wins. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this deck is just really mean it's tough fortunately we have you know a rattle chains to sit there and protect our creatures we do have spells to sit there and counter so they protects our creatures from what the opponent plans to do so that's not bad right now let's look at oh second place the other deck that we have a problem with hmm mono green devotion Now, I honestly played against this earlier this morning as well. I was pulling my hair out. And as you see, I very, like, I, I trim my hair as short as I can. And I, I was literally, like, I wanted to get tweezers and pull out my hair. Because I was loathing the experience that I was having. Because no matter what I could do, it was just creature after creature after creature. Fortunately, I was smart enough and capable of countering Storm, uh, Storm of the Festival. Storm of the Festival, sorry. I was able to counter that. But everything else, it was just very difficult to deal with. It came to a point where they ended up playing uh, Cavalier of Thorns. I was able to bounce that, and I was like, whoo, thank God. There was a moment where in game two where I was using uh, oh, the Spectral Adversary. I was able to sit there and phase out their team, go in for the victory. I ended up going one and two against the deck, but I got the victory using uh, Spectral Adversary. This is a tough matchup, ladies and gentlemen. And if you watch, I'm going to do a episode probably this weekend or uh, maybe on maybe Friday. I might do an episode where I'm going to tell you the intricacies about this deck, its strengths, its weaknesses, and how to beat it. I don't want you to have fear. I don't want you worried about this deck. I want you to stay confident because guess what? Remember, those that Pro Tour is coming up, and you're going to have to start playing at your local uh, at your uh, local game store. So if you see this deck, I don't want you going, oh, throw my hands up in the air. I give up. I submit. No, 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 no. I don't want that for you. I want you to go in there, take names, and kick ass. And I want your opponents to say that's Bushi. Let's look at the fourth, third place. Hmm. Hmm. Red, black, huh? Red, black, that is. Red, black. Let me just tell you, I have yet to face this deck. I don't fear it. The other core things that I don't like, I don't like the fact that it's Thoughtseize. I don't like the fact that it's Duress. I don't like the fact that it sits there and makes me fatal, fatal pushes against me. It's okay. Fine. My creatures have to go once in a while. But the one enchantment they worried about or have to deal with is Fable of the Mirror Breaker. 
I'm not worried about this deck at all. My deck is the mono blue snow belt is so quick. It just flies in and smash, smash, smash. Let me just tell you, if you're worried about this deck, hands down, don't be. Get in there, smash, smash, smash. Now let's look at the fourth place. Hmm. That's right. Red, blue, Narset control. Of course, control has to be in every format. Control needs to sit there and say, hey, we're the boogeyman in the corner. You want to play spells? Oh, no, 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 not on our watch. Unfortunately for us spirit players, what sucks is that we don't got, well, we don't have the eighth of aisle. We do not have the uh, Cavern of Souls. That's what sucks because they can try to counter our creatures. But the benefit is that we usually try to play our spells on our opponent's turn. So, you know, if they misplay or do anything, silly we can try to put our creatures out quickly and just bang them out bang 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 they'll try to kill our creatures obviously we'll try to protect they'll try to do other shenanigans but we'll still find a way to get the victory here let's look at the fifth place shall we oh our first spirit deck by m uh, m l t l q u r i have no clue how to pronounce this and i'm not going to try to kill myself to pronounce this but what do we see here ladies and gentlemen a mono blue snow build deck. Now, one thing I do love, they did something different that Hiro Tsuki didn't do is that they put what in the deck besides 19 Snowland? Oh, they put an Ottawa Soaring City. I'm a huge fan, huge fan of this card. And the way that the, as Ref explained, we need to sit there and be able to bounce things back to our opponent's heads because that's our main leverage when it comes to spirits. We can't generally sit there and remove them from the game because we're playing mono blue snow. We have to bounce things. We have to face things. But one thing I, I, I like this young man for or a young individual doing is playing the Ottawa soaring city. Big, big fan. Other than that, if you look, they're doing what? Four, uh, four Ascendant Spirit, two Brazen Borrower, Borrower, four um, uh, Mausoleum uh, Wanderers, four Rattle Chains, four Shackle Geist, Spectral Adversary, four Spectral Sailors, four Supreme Phantoms. Everything is the same. Everything is the same. They got the four, cur uh, four Curious Obsessions. One Spell Pierce, though. Hmm. Four Geist Light Snares. Makes sense to me. But this here is the card that surprises me the most. Fading Hope. Fading Hope. I brought this up to Nikachu, MTG, in one morning. I was like, listen, what do you think of this card? He didn't poo-poo it, but he was like, mm, it's really not, not that great, not that wonderful. It's not, it doesn't really do much. And I say, no, I disagree especially with the way the format is. Sometimes we need to sit there and push away our opponent's creatures. And then, especially if we can sit there and scry, it's somewhat form. It's like, to me, it's a form of card advantage because we get to see what's coming up. And if we don't like it, oh, tuck it away on the bottom of our library. So what this individual did, I, I like it. The question is, is it the right move? This is something that I personally I'm going to have to try and I'm going to play test myself this, you know, potentially this weekend. 
So I want you guys, these, I want you, uh, the spirit crew out there to consider fading hope if you're doing the mono blue snow belt. If not, you can follow Hiro Tosuki's lead. There's nothing wrong with that. Now we have what? Oh, we're back at Winona. Silly Winona. Yeah. You're always there, aren't you? She just happens to remind me of Winona Ryder. Unfortunately, not, not as pretty. But, you know, at least she's not in the uh, upside down in uh, uh, Stranger Things. But this deck just, 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 just wins. It's just amazing what this deck does. And then who do we have in our seventh place? Oh, our friend, R-E-M-F. That's right, Remf. He's back. And look at his belt. Shall we? What is he playing? Oh, he's playing Collected Company like he said he was going to do. He loves this belt. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, he came in second place last week. He came in seventh place this week. So you, this is what this tells you, ladies and gentlemen. He's top eating. He's winning. He's succeeding with this deck. Hiro Tsuki, he's been winning. He's been succeeding with his deck. What I'm going to tell you, the listening and viewing audience, find your poison. Figure out what you are. Figure out where, what, how the lines you want to sit there and get your victory. You got to figure that out. Are you quick with a hint of uh, interaction? Are you just a whole bunch of interaction with the white blue? Or are you just a lot more interaction and just vomit creatures? in band now if you would have seen andre seguera's video with the Azorius, it's a very nice build i think he went three and two three and two in that video that he just posted earlier today and if you're hearing this do me a favor andre seguera is only like several uh i guess subscribers away from hitting 1k do me a favor go to his channel hit the 1k after you're watching this episode he needs it and i'm about supporting our brotherhood uh, especially when it comes to a fellow spirit uh, content content maker. And then if we look at the eighth place finish, what do we see here? That's right. Red deck wins again. The Bane. The Bane, the, 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 the card, the, the, this, this deck is just awful. I hate this card. I really don't like this deck just because. But unlike its burn brethren that's out there, this is a little tougher because they go out of their way to constantly kill, kill, kill our creature. What thing that upsets me the most, oh, I get to put out small little creatures and I get to tempo you out. Oh, I get to sit there and damage your creature and your creature shrink. Great. I get to do more stuff and deal more damage to you. Oh, I, I, just, I, I just like to hang out with stupid monkeys. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just venting. And then, of course, you have Bone Crusher Giant with Stomp. Hmm. But I want you to know, as I said, gentlemen, like I said on Sunday, first place here, you had what? Fifth and seventh. Spirits is doing well. Spirits is growing. Spirits is thriving. Spirits is doing what? It's growing and succeeding 
to where it should. I want you to think about this, ladies and gentlemen. Who can sit there and improve you? Who can sit there and make you a better player? What it shows me when it comes to these players is that they put time and energy and invest themselves thoroughly into these decks to grow and prosper. Spirits isn't a deck where you can sit there and just grab a, just grab and go, eh, I'm going to get, you know, top eight. It's not a moron deck. This is not an idiot deck. This, this is a smart people deck because you have to figure out your lines. You have to figure out your victories. And let me just tell you how, and let me just tell you the way I played this morning. I don't know how Hiro Tosuki pulled it off. Honestly, I have no clue. And God bless them. God bless that individual for being able to do so. My goal is this, you know, potentially this weekend, if I have enough funds to buy tickets to get to get the cards that I need, to sit there and try out Remf's deck to see how it pulls off. But before that, I might even go and check out that other individual's name who I cannot pronounce the where he added uh, Fading Hope. But this here makes me believe, especially with with the Pro Tour coming around the corner, ladies and gentlemen, we can grow, we can succeed, we can prosper. The question is, how much time and energy are you willing to put yourself in? Are you willing to listen to content creators like Andre Seguera, uh, like uh, Tastic Tuesday, like myself? We're, we're, we're going to put in time for you and let you know these are the keys. These are the strengths. These are the weaknesses. And this is the lines you need to consider. But it's up to you to sit there and just go to your LGS and take names and kick ass. And especially to get this bad boy or bad girl because she's so pretty. Who knows? You, you might get her and you, you just might be able to put her in your Azorius decor. You'll be able to put her in uh, your uh, band deck. Same. Just saying. The whole point of me doing this episode or doing this show is because I want you to grow. I want you to prosper. I want you to succeed. I can only, you know, there's an old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink it. Well, I'm the type of individual that likes to put the horse directly in the water and to see if he swims or, you know, either he swims or he drowns. But I believe in you, ladies and gentlemen. I believe in you. I want to believe that you love this, this tribe as much as I do. So, ladies and gentlemen... Before I end the show, let me thank you for being here. I want to thank you for being the voice out there for other content providers or content makers. But I want you to also take examples like Hiro Tosuki, uh, Dr. Queller, Andre Seguera, Remf. Other people who I, I keep mentioning, like Ivan Drago, uh, geez, the, all these names are evading me right now. 
but they're kicking ass and taking names. So you yourself can sit there and say, this deck is viable. I don't care who's out there right now. I don't care what pro guy or world, you know, uh, uh, Hall of Famers out there. It's like, oh, spirits is nice. Now you should play mono green, mono red. No, 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 no. This is where it's at, baby. This is where it's at. I got nothing more. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you. And just remember, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's Bushi. I'm out.